0: I'm not going to be before you very long. Struggled yesterday, last night. Was I going to speak? Or after Connie and I felt that I still need to give a word. I, I want to. I want to say this. I think that when we look at this world and try to make sense out of things that happen. I think sometimes it discourages us because we can't make sense out of things sometimes that don't make sense. And when you're trying to bring reason to things that are not sane when people do certain things and one tries to wrap their minds around it, it's sometimes it's hard to fathom. When we look at violence, we look at... Um, what people do to others one tries to understand why would a person make that decision and there's just some things that really just do not make sense and so today when we think about what's happening in Iran Iraq we look at what's happening In Israel, we look at all these places around the world and we see the violence. We look at storms. We look at all these things. And we think about God's sovereignty. We sometimes wonder, is God still in control with all that happens? And you know, God is still in control. And one of the things that Brother Jerry just said I was going to say is that, yes, God is sovereign. And I'm understanding more and more when it says that it's by faith. It's by faith. We trust God because we know that God has everything in His hands, even though we don't always understand what God is doing. Today I want you to turn in your Bibles to Acts chapter 18. And I want you to... Look at verse number 20. Actually, I'm going to read verses 20. I'm going to concentrate on verses 23 through 26, but I want to just briefly, I'm going to read beginning at verse 18, but my concentration will be on verses 23 through 26. Chapter 18, beginning at verse 18. Paul stayed on in Corinth for some time. Then he left the brothers and sailed for Syria. Accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. Before he sailed, he had his hair cut off at Centria because of a vow he had taken. They arrived at Ephesus, where Paul left Priscilla and Aquila. He himself went into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to spend more time with them, he declined. But he, as he left, he promised, I will come back if it is God's will. Then he set sail from Ephesus. When he landed at Caesarea, he went up and greeted the church and then went down to Antioch. Verse 23 After spending some time in Antioch, Paul set out from there and traveled from place to place throughout the region of Galatia and Phrygia, strengthening all the brothers. Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited him to their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. When Apollos wanted to go to Acacia the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples there to welcome him. On arriving, he was a great help to those who by grace have believed, for he vigorously refuted the Jews in public debate, proving, proving from the Scriptures that Jesus was the Christ. As Paul is is nearing the end of his second missionary journey, he goes on to, to Ephesus. And Aquila and Priscilla Accompany him. Bless the word, God, and may we have ears to hear. However, Paul only stays a short time in Ephesus. While Paul is in Ephesus, we need to understand that something very significantly happens. While he's in Ephesus, Paul... runs into a problem, but but we but we need to note something that he runs into the problem on his third missionary journey. Now let me say this. When Paul went to Ephesus as he traveled through, one of the things that you'll find is that rarely did you find people asking Paul to stay. Paul was often run out of town. But in when he first gets to Ephesus, Paul was asked to stay and he declined. Now there are some who believe that Paul should have accepted this, this uh, um, request to stay rather than going to Jerusalem or back to Jerusalem at the time that he did. But I'm not going to deal with that today. The topic that I have today is what's on the menu? What's on the menu? Aquila and Priscilla stay in Ephesus as they leave Corinth. They traveled with Paul to Ephesus. Ephesus is one of the most important cities in Asia Minor. It was a place where um, it, the, commercial, the commercial trade was huge. They had a temple that was built to the goddess Diana, also named Artemis. It is in this place in Ephesus where Paul leaves Aquila and Priscilla and goes back to Syria of Antioch. And they stay there. And while they are there, a person by the name of Apollos comes to town. The first point I and the, the only point that I'm going to address today is completing the main course of the meal. The last time we noted that you never hear in scripture of Aquila and Priscilla being named separately. You never hear of this couple being named independently of one another. It is also interesting to note that when we first are introduced to them you will find that it is Aquila and Priscilla as they are referenced. Aquila was the husband, Priscilla was the wife. But after this, you oftentimes hear Priscilla and Aquila. It is believed that possibly her name is mentioned first because of her role in the ministry. We note the genuineness of their service to God. Just because Paul left, they don't stop going to church. i need to say that again. Just because Paul left, they didn't stop going to the synagogue. You see, the synagogue was the main place of worship for the Jewish people. Today, people decide their faithfulness based on who's going to be speaking or who's going to be there. It is a good thing that Jesus did not decide to go to the cross based on whether the disciples that he trained for the past three years would be there because he would have been most disappointed as all of them deserted him, except for John at the cross. Can you imagine that you walked with your disciples, that you designated apostles, and the word apostle means what? Sent, one who is sent. A disciple is an apostle that Jesus said, but all of the disciples were not apostles. Jesus designated and gave a special designation from the larger disciples and gave those 12 the name apostle. And Paul is considered an apostle as he replaced Judas. But wouldn't it be interesting that you train these men and then after Three years you're going to the cross and all of them leave you to die by yourself. Can you imagine that you're in a group that you trained to take on the role when you left? That in a group who said, one in particular I'm willing to die for you. Was the one to deny him three times. Can can you imagine that as you're being led through the streets. On up to Golgotha's hill. Your inner group is in hiding. And you're left there on the cross with your enemies. Few of the women. That were followed your ministry and maybe help supply some of the needs. Are there at the cross? So it is important to be found faithful in the service of God, and this is where we find Priscilla and Aquila. They are being faithful to the call. Now, now, now we need to understand that. While they came from Rome, because we said the emperor Claudius had put them out. That's all right. I will give you time to silence it. (laughs) That's okay. That's not a problem. Because Claudius had expelled the Jews from the region, from Rome, they came to Corinth, and then Paul, having met them, they traveled together To Ephesus. Paul leaves, but they remain there. Aquila and Priscilla represent in the church those individuals who quietly work behind the scene to strengthen the ministry. They are the couple or the ones that will, when challenges come up, are are the ones to give support to strengthen the family of God. We we note that when they go to the temple or to the, the synagogue, we note that they are paying attention to what's being said. I know what it's like to be in church and how the enemy will sprinkle sleep powder over the sanctuary. And And, and, and with that sleep powder, there is a weight that comes on the eyelids. And the eyelids have a tendency to become very, very heavy <laughs> and begin to close under the weight of that sleep powder. And before you know it, your eyes in, are, are getting heavy and your, your eyeballs begin to go cross-eyed <laughs> as you struggle to keep. Your eyes focused. I, I, I've been there, I know. But, but it's in the church that we find this couple paying attention to what's being said. And they come across this man who comes from Alexandria, Egypt. And he has a thorough knowledge of the Scriptures. They notice this young man as he's teaching and recognize that, wow, he is teaching accurately the Word of God. Do you not know how important it is to teach the Word of God accurately? Today, people, please listen to this. There are people today that's dying thinking that they have the truth. They are living in a delusioned state thinking that they have truth. And they're willing to go to their death for a lie. What is the church willing to stand for? And, and how, how, is, how much is the church willing to fight for that which is truth? This man by the name of Apollos knew well the baptism of John. And the Bible said that he preached it accurately and forcefully but 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 Aquila and Priscilla they noticed there was something that was missing and they said to him after church brother Apollos you are a mighty man of God my interpretation and they said we would like to invite you home for a meal and for further discussion and so he accepted What's on the menu? It's sad when the dinner menu includes tossed salad, green beans, potatoes, cornbread, and roasted pasta chops. How many of you had roasted pasta chops before? Roasted pasta chops? Pasta chops. You ever heard of roasted pasta chops? It's when they roast a the pasta. What's on the menu? This couple (laughs) don't roast the pastor or those in the church, but they take him aside and says, Apollos, man, you have a great word, but there's something that you're missing. And they began to expound with him as he talked about John's baptism. It began to say, "You need to know that the person that John spoke about was Jesus. He's already come." And they began to tell him about his 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 birth. And as Paul even ex- expounded to him to them when they were with him, more than likely with uh, uh, Quill and Priscilla, when they were with Paul, how he had spoken to them uh, uh, about. His road to, his road to Damascus or his trip to Damascus and, and how God had come down and shown himself. The Lord had revealed himself. More than likely that was a part of it. And they told him about Jesus. His ministry and what he did and how he came and died and how all of the Old Testament scriptures were about the men who had already come. And he sat there attentively listening to what they had to say. They took the time to expound to him that which was not as clear. And what they did, they actually added to his wisdom. They let him know that John was only a forerunner to him. They told him all that Jesus did and as he walked up the hill, died for our sins, but he rose again. All the Old Testament scriptures were pointing to Jesus. He's come back and he's risen and he's gone back to glory and told him about how the Holy Spirit came. They did this in the privacy of their home. They could have exposed, you, 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 you're talking great, but there's a whole section that you're missing, Apollos. No, this couple took him home and further explained the clarity of the, of the scriptures further expounded upon the word of God. And the Bible then says, when Apollos wanted to go to Acacia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples there to welcome him. On arriving, he was a great help to, the, to, the, to those who by grace had believed, for he vigorously refuted the Jews in public debate, proving from the scriptures that Jesus was the Christ. It took this couple, it took this couple who saw something there and said, we want you to come here and and minister to him and he took this and ran. You see, it's a person who thinks that they know too much and can't be taught anything who think that, no, you, you, you can't tell me or teach me nothing. I know it all. This could have been his attitude. But you know what? He accepted what they had to offer, and it increased his learning. You know, the Bible says it's, it's, a, it's a wise person who, who, who takes what they, the word and they and the add to their learning. They'll sit at the feet of the wise and, and continue to learn. And, and, and even if you can just get a, a little bit of it, I, I appreciate you, Sister Connie said. but when I read it, sometimes I get embarrassed. I, I, I don't quite always re- remember. I sometimes forget what chapter I'm in. Don't feel bad. Sometimes me and Brother Larry in good company. <laughs> But, but I got to share with some brothers. But brother, you don't mind if I share what we, we did the other day. Okay, it's okay? Okay, if you said no, I wouldn't share. It's okay? All right. Me and Brother Larry was here the other day at prayer. Sister Florence here. And brother, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting things. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. Brother Larry, things that happen, you know. We get older and we just tend to forget. We got to come up with a different strategy. And so we talked. So we were here and, I, and, and uh, after prayer, sitting right over there. I'm right there where Rondell's sitting. Brother Larry's sitting right behind. Florence had just had taken off. I said, We got we gotta come up with a plan. I'm gonna share this plan with y'all. As I end. We sat there and I said, Sometimes, brother Larry, we gotta learn how to just write some things down. They got technology now and then. so I said, I tell you what, brother Larry, I bet I think this might work. He said, I don't know. <laughs> you got a phone? Yeah, I got a phone. Tell you what, why don't we program your phone? That's where he got a window now. He forgot his phone today. <laughs> he ain't got an appointment today. I let you know he ain't got an appointment today. You, but you're here. You got your appointment. You're already here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> got the phone and programmed in the phone the things that he needs to remember. And then we, we, we discovered something. The ringer on the phone was not very loud. He said, I, can't, I ain't going to be able to hear that. <laughs> Even if it goes off, I ain't going to be able to hear it. Then we thought, oh, it has a vibration on it. Well, said, i got to take this phone back and get a phone that, that rings louder. And then we said, well, let's come up with even a different strategy. Why don't I put in my phone your appointment and then text you when it's due? That'll work. Man, all the stress that I was feeling like this all went like this just now. Just all calmed down. That's what he just said. I said, so, so what we're going to do, we're going to encourage each other. I'm going to help him, and He he's going to help me. If, if, his, if his forgetter is getting better, it's in his phone. I'm just going to say, he, he gets text and he read them, too. Brother Larry, here, here it is, right? And he's going to take that. And, 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 and that's going to help my brother. So we're going to test it out in September, and then come back and give y'all a report and let y'all know how it go. Now now y'all can take just that example. Now some of y'all getting older too don't don't act like y'all ain't forgetting stuff. Did some of y'all forget oh, is it, was, it was Sunday? Oh I'm supposed to go to church. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Set y'all clock to it to ring. It's Sunday. Time for church. <laughs> Apollos took the learning that he had and he added to it and became an effective minister, even more so. Than before. Stand to your feet. What's on the menu? I'm, I'm hoping that on your menu are good works, good deeds, along with that tossed salad. That you'll take somebody and you'll notice something that says, Can I speak with you and share yeah. something with you that I hope to encourage you along the way? You can do that privately and just pull them aside and say, you know what, can I share something with you? And why don't we, will be accountable to one another. You want to bless a person? See where you can help them. And then try to meet that need. And see what God will not only do for them, but do for you because of your blessing them. Everybody can offer encouragement. Everybody has on their menu the ability to offer encouragement to that person. Now, I know each of you can think of one person right now that you think, of, mm, I can be an encouragement. And I want you to come up with a plan. of How are you going to encourage that person in the Word of God in another matter that will help them to grow in their relationship with God? Now, some people just need plain need rebuking. All Scripture is God-breathed and is profitable. Rebuking is a part of it. Sometimes people just need to be, you know, you you need to stop that. <laughs> some people, oh, you know what, you can just do a little bit better. Some people need that. But some, it just, it's just different. Some people, some people just, just, just need that. We can do that with one another in love. And that's what some people need to have. But you can just do it private. Just go to that person. And I offer that to you. Lord, we thank you today for your goodness. And we praise you that there was a couple that was willing to be used by God. And we never even hear in Scripture that I'm aware of any words that they actually said. But they are commended for the church that was meeting in their home. And they're always mentioned together. But we know that they were a blessing, working To build the kingdom of God. May we, Lord, be builders of the kingdom of God. May we have on the menu the word of God. And that Jesus Christ saves and sets free from sin. Jesus is able to take what we give him and transform it. And so we pray that we will give you all of ourselves. That you will do a work as no one else can do. In Jesus' name.